Welcome back, folks, to After Hours with Rebecca Dately. This episode's going to be pretty fun. I've got my first male guest, Jose. Hi, Jose. Hello. And uh, we're going to talk about Jose, a little get to know you, uh, why he doesn't like the term dating, which I think will be really interesting. And then we take a very interesting question from a very faithful listener. So let's get started. Hi, Jose. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for asking. I like the sound of your voice on, on the microphone. Excuse me? I like the sound of your voice oh, on the microphone, actually. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I like people to enjoy what they're listening to. And I, I, th- I think that this podcast is is everything people want to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, I hope so. <laughs> so, um, Jose, just give me a quick rundown. How old are you? What's your job? And... Something like that. Basic rundown? Yeah. Okay. So I'm 26 years old. Um, I am originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm currently living in Altoona. Um, I am a freelance videographer. So if you're ever looking for any video work, I'm your guy. Oh, we'll have to give like a little... Uh, a little plug sh- at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little plug. We'll <laughs> let you say your website. Um, so you said you're 26. Yes. And that must be a big difference. You moved from Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and now you're in a smaller town yep. in central PA. Yep. Um, it's, it was a dram- it was a dramatic difference at first, but then you eventually get used to it. You start liking the quietness of everything, especially like not driving through traffic all the time. <laughs> I don't miss that at all. But I still go back to Pittsburgh and visit my parents, see my family. And yeah, stuff, it's so. only about two hours. It's only two hours. Yeah. Okay. So it's not that much of a drive. Are you on any of the dating apps currently? I am on Tinder and Bumble. Okay. Which are more or less just like just casual fun than anything else for me yeah it's kind of a little more the swiping and seeing oh is that person cute maybe we can connect correct okay so uh when we were talking a little bit you had said you don't like the term dating right tell me why so i think that the term dating sets a precedence before you actually go out and meet and meet somebody um, I think that subconsciously, whether we know it or not, it sets rules within ourselves that you really can't be yourselves. So if you say, oh, I'm going on a date with somebody, there's you censor yourself whether you know it or not. Whereas if you don't go with the word dating, it's just more of like, a, oh, like I'm hanging out with this person no. or whatever, then it, <laughs> then it frees you a little bit more, I think. I also, if you, yeah. tell, if you tell other people, it's like, hey, I'm going on a date with this person or then what ends up happening is that they also have a certain expectation of you afterwards. Hmm. Whereas if you say, oh, yeah, I'm just hanging out with this person, it's just if it if, You mean if, like if, if fails, you tell a friend? Yes. Like, like a guy tell, friend right. that you're going on a date. Right. What do you mean? They act differently? Well, then they're going to want to know like specific details and stuff. And like, and what if it goes wrong? You know, like what if something happens and you just don't want to reveal, talk about, talk about Interesting. Then, whereas if you say, oh, I'm just I'm hanging out with this girl, then you can just... I know. If it doesn't work out, then my you're not really losing anything. My biggest thing about saying hangout mm-hmm. as opposed to a date is just I think that both parties, guy and girl or whoever's going on the date, mm-hmm. should be putting in effort. Right. So when you say hangout, in my mind, automatically I'm thinking, okay, this guy's going to take me, you know, I don't even know, to McDonald's and we're going to go Dutch. Mm-hmm. 
and that's not I don't, I do think there should be that effort there should, yes. and and something that makes it different than just friends I yeah. guess if you view that person romantically it, yeah it depends on how you know the person prior to asking them out um, mm-hmm. I th- it also matters on what the date is it matters what I guess what the overall what your overall expectations are for it yeah. but I do agree that there are there should be effort effort put into it. I think just like if you just label it as like a hangout, I think it also like makes people more, I guess, a little more comfortable. You know what I mean? I do. I under. I like that you do that. It's, but when you ask a girl, when you're phrasing it, a lot of times it's probably through text. Mm -hmm. Do you say, "Would you like to go on a date?" or do you? How do you phrase it? It most of the time. Ever since turned 21, it's been a lot easier because then you can just say, hey, let's grab a couple of drinks after work or something. Uh, you don't even have to even put a label on it. No. Hmm. No. Okay. Um, so have you had any bad dates? Or what's your most memorable date? I would go for the more memorable one because I don't think I can – whenever you asked me this originally, I – I kept thinking back on like what all the dates I've been on. I don't think I've ever been on a bad, bad date. You're lucky. But it also depends on what you define <laughs> as a bad date too. Um, yeah, I think we had talked about this. I would probably just define it as you're not having fun. Okay. And you're not learning anything about the person or you don't feel – because I always say I think every interaction should come out with you bettering yourself in mm-hmm. a way. It I'm should just, be like a – like a like a back and forth, but mm-hmm. like it should feel natural. It shouldn't feel forced. It shouldn't feel yeah. like you know you're pulling teeth or you're talking to a brick wall or something. Like it should be, hey, I'm asking you this thing, and then you kind of hope that they are curious about you enough to continue asking those same questions about you. I like as that. Well. So, what's one of your most memorable dates? So, a memorable day is I went out with a coworker. This was back in Pittsburgh, and I asked her to a Pens game, and. Everything went fine. Everything as a first perfect. date? Well, it's a hangout. Oh. Really. Yeah. Okay. I had to as get... a first hangout. I think that's kind of a yeah. That's a I big a... one, right? A, a game? Yeah. Well, to me, it didn't feel like, at first, like whenever I asked her, I didn't feel like I was asking her out on a date. I just wanted to go to the, the game, and I knew she was mm-hmm. a hockey fan, so I took her out. And what I liked about that is that I don't remember the game at all, because like, after that, we um, I drove her back to her place, and we were talking mostly about music. Oh. And so we ended up parking the car over at her place, and we just sat there and just listened to old Beatles records that were on my phone for like three hours. Oh my gosh, and that's such that, a sweet That to date. me is more memorable to me than the actual game itself. I don't even remember who won, actually. Yeah, it just sounds day, but, like you but, genuinely enjoyed her company. Yes, yeah. Because we were talking about music, and then like I, I think personally, I think music is more, um, is a be- is a better way of getting to know somebody than like what's your favorite movie and all that stuff. Because music is like more universal. Hmm. So like if if they're like, oh, I have never listened to them, then you could say, well, we're listening to them now. And then that's what ended up happening. She was like a moderate Beatles fan, and then I was like, you need to listen to this album. So <laughs> then I started like pumping out the albums and. She was like, yeah, yeah, I really like it, and then just keep listening to them. Yeah, that is cool. For like three cool. hours, we just sat there, just in my car, listening to music. That was actually and, pretty poetic when yeah. you said music is universal. Yeah. Because you can always, even if you don't know the lyrics, you can tell if you're you can into enjoy it or, it or, not. or yeah. something. Yeah. And then it also opens up like more things where, oh, if you like this type of music, then you'll definitely like this music, and then that 
it opens up it opens you up more mm-hmm. musically I think to more things I like that so do you think there's good questions to ask on a first date and is music your go-to music is not my go-to um, it is something that I would I usually ask but it's not oh they're not a fan of whatever I like so therefore like that the date's not going well you know like it's, I don't ask those types of questions but it's like oh yeah, what kind of music are you into and if they say, oh, like I'm into like country music and stuff. Yeah. And, and then you immediately stop talking to them when no. they say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I a don't big like country con- fan. I'm not a country per- music person, but I'm also not going to hold it against people if they are or not. It's actually really funny because my boyfriend loves this like weird screamo type stuff. Mm. And he does try. He'll be like, just listen. I can't even make it through like 15 seconds. They- it, it just like as soon as that first oh, beat hits and you're just yeah it like just, kind of screaming. makes me anxious or yeah. something. I'm like, I just had a rough day. I don't need people to yell. You want at something me. mellow after that, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it's also not like a turnoff for me either. Like if I meet a girl that she's into screamo music, I'm not gonna say no. Yeah, I don't listen to that shit. That's like, you know? good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I did actually hear. Sometimes, because you don't want it to feel like an interview Mm -hmm. on a first date. And a lot of times people get into that, you Mm -hmm. know. And I can understand why, because I'm 31, so I feel like when you get older, you want to tick off the boxes. Mm -hmm. But that can also harm you, Mm -hmm. because you're not necessarily opening yourself up to getting to know that person. It's like, okay, they don't tick off this box, Mm -hmm. so let me move on. And the apps, I've talked about this before, I think just make it too easy to think, oh, there's a whole pool of people, Mm -hmm. so let me just keep moving, moving, moving. But then you're never giving a person a chance. No, no. Usually, like, on my go-to questions or questions, I wouldn't say very personal questions, but... I want to get I want to get people's perspective on what they think and how they feel. Mm-hmm. So, whenever my one of my first two first go, sorry, one of my first uh, go to questions is, why did you choose your career path? Because I think that leads to a whole other series of questions that gets that gets people to know that let people that allows people to tell you what they re- who they really are and what they really I like feel, that you know. Like for instance, like if you and I went out on a date, it'd be like, oh. so so why why did you choose TV? Like yeah. why do you want to be a TV personality? I think that that's more interesting to me than what kind of movies are you into? You exactly. Know? Because then, then they'd be could... like, Jose, can't you just tell? Like, yeah. look at me, listen to my voice. <laughs> I was born to be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I came out of the womb, mic'd up, mic'd up. Mic'd up. <laughs> goo goo. This is Rebecca Petner. Tune into After Hours. Yeah. But I think just like a deeper conversation is more interesting to me than just like basic, you know, you go through a check sheet. Yeah. Like, oh, what's your favorite music? Yeah, favorite what's your color, favorite, color, favorite you know? cocktail. Like, where are you from? You know, like, <laughs> like I, I want to know. I want to know all that. Um, I definitely do think also sometimes dating too much can hurt you mm-hmm. because I think at one point in my life I was going on a lot of dates, and it made me feel. I can't explain it. Like less. Empty. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like, okay, I'm just meeting another person. Yeah. Oh, I'm just meeting another person. And I wasn't giving them that chance mm-hmm. because I kept thinking like, okay. That's like, how I was a few years on ago. To the too. next. Yeah. 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 It, it more feels like a routine mm-hmm. after a while. And it's not really like anything that you can, I guess, attach yourself to. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, okay, well, 
it's this guy's turn today and then tomorrow's gonna be this guy's turn or you know for me it was like oh i'm meeting her today i mean this yeah. girl today another one tomorrow maybe I i'll know. see the first one the it's other day <laughs> yeah yeah i'm trying to think a if lot of i've the time, had maybe it could also be that you're just not I don't know. I also think that you have to have a sense, a level of maturity within yourself in order to let yourself be, I guess, that open to somebody. You know what I mean? I like, like that. Like you have to be able to know, like you, ha you have to know yourself if you're ready to be in like a serious relationship or not. Exactly. And I, I think a lot of times, yeah, if you're just looking for, you know, a hookup, mm -hmm. you're not even, you don't even necessarily care about getting to know the person. Right. And, and I mean, that and, was and never for me right. personally. And there's never like a problem with that. E there's not a problem with that either. But, yeah. But a, at a certain, but you can't also be, be like, oh, I want a relationship when all you know and all you do is just hooking up. You know yeah. I mean? So you can't, and that is also sometimes I do think people don't realize what they want. Right. They don't know. They say they want a relationship, but then when it comes down to it, they just, they just want to hook up, yeah. and they're like, or it gets they kind of lead people on, mm -hmm. or it gets too real. Yeah, like, I mean, I've been guilty of that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to see that's. I I kind of say this all the time. Self reflection is so important. You mm -hmm. have to understand who you are mm -hmm. so that you can know what you're bringing to the table and i would say honesty really is the best policy mm -hmm. so let's take a call or a uh a question um this one is pretty we might differ mm -hmm. but we'll see when does it become okay for the woman to start paying for dates mm. do you want to do you want to feel that one first jose i'm gonna have you do it first oh are you sure yeah Okay, so for definitely, I I think like first, second, third date, totally the guy. Okay, is that bad? You're Not just, necessarily. Well, I think if it, if things are going well and the guy is courting you mm -hmm. and he's really interested, honestly, if a guy asked me to split the bill on the first or the second date, I would think, okay, he's not interested. Is that all? Is that like? Well, is that what I think it for that's you? a big. It means, okay, I see this going more as friends. Right. And I would take that as that type of message. Mm -hmm. um, then as the relationship progresses, say mm -hmm. you become boyfriend, girlfriend, mm -hmm. I think it's nice when, and other people, it's totally up to them. Yeah. And this is. Th there's no right or wrong. Yes. This here. is definitely yeah. just my opinion on yeah. this. But I kind of like it when either one person or the other picks up the tab. Right. Because I like thinking that you're together. Right. Like you're like, you know, this is my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Like we're a couple. Right. Something about splitting it to me just feels like, oh, you know, we're just, this is, friend. we're just friends. This is something I can yeah. do with a friend. Right. Or right. I don't like I because, yeah, I would think going out with my girlfriend or, you know, somebody mm -hmm. I would split the bill. Right. But with my boyfriend, it just feels like, oh, let me get it, mm -hmm. or he can get now, it. Now, how about if, how about this scenario? So, what if you're like on a first date, and I pick up the check, right, for dinner, okay. and we decide to go get ice cream? I think Would it's you, totally. Is it still is it still splitting it at that point? No, I think it's like, totally fine. If, totally fine if the other person pays if, for. Yes, okay. if the girl says, "Oh, you got, got dinner, yeah. I'll get dessert." Okay. Does, is there a disparity between that between a that being just like a friendly hangout and a date or 
Mm. Or does it or do other contexts matter? Like how the date went? I mean, yeah, I think it's also how the date went. I mean, full. I can tell you, I've gone on dates where I think they're going well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like in the bathroom and I'm like, I wonder if we're going to kiss at the end of it. And then I come back to the table and the guy goes, so do you have card or cash? And I was like, well, then, I think we both interpreted this differently. And and I am a vocal person, so Mm -hmm. I said it. Yeah. I was like, and I actually said to him, I was like, I guess you don't want to see me again. And his response was, not necessarily, which was not a good response. So basically, trying to be subtle about it. Oh, (laughs) never sell, never sell him again. Let's just say that. Oh my god! But um, yeah. So that's I. I do think if a guy wants to see me again, that's a great way for him to show it. Right. I also thought it was interesting. You had said, um, "Don't go too big on the first date." Yeah. What do you mean by that? So don't take your first date to a fancy restaurant where it plates like $80. I know that sounds awful. I, I know that sounds awful. But no, if you with don't, so if, many dates, right, if you, you got to keep no, a budget. Right. Uh, I would even say a budget. But like you don't want to throw everything to that date, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like if, if the goal is to, I guess, impress her, then mm-hmm. that's the wrong way of doing it, I think. Especially if it doesn't really go well towards the end yeah of it. then like it's kind of like you kind of just wasted your own time and your own money yeah at that point like i'm not saying that there's nothing there's anything wrong with it but if you only know this person a little bit mm-hmm. or if you're just like hey let's grab dinner after work or something and the first thing you say is like let's go to i don't know what's a fancy restaurant around here mm, um, lena's maybe lena's, i guess yeah if you choose to go there or something you know then that's that's where i kind of like draw the line i think Interesting. I totally it, agree. It would be good for like a third date, maybe. Maybe. Once you like kind of tested the waters and see if there might be something here, maybe you can do that. But yeah, de- even I, then, I, I definitely agree. I and even on a first date, if I if a guy did take me somewhere pretty nice, I would still it's not like I would order, you know, right. something crazy on right. the menu because the lobster. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I don't really like seafood, yeah. but the like the fillet. Yeah, I'd probably, um, especially because I don't know if I want to see him again. Like, right. there's still that growing and right. like getting to know you phase. So, I think it's totally fine. A lot of times, I say drinks and appetizers is even I nice. I think that's the best one. Yeah, because yeah. people let down their guard a little. Mm-hmm. Some people say don't do shots on a first date. Ooh. I've actually never heard of that. Really? No, why? Um, I guess they say that you might like lose your inhibitions, say something you mm. don't necessarily want to say, maybe be perceived as a lush. Mm, maybe. <laughs> I mean I'm all for shots. I That's actually, why I'm curious. I've never heard of that before. I actually um I'm pretty sure I did a shot on my first date mm. with my current boyfriend, so I guess the theory's wrong. Good, yeah. <laughs> cool, it worked out. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, with dating, it's just, it's kind of hard out there, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's pressure or because you're 26, you feel okay that you have plenty of time so, to find someone? So I, I'd be remiss if I said there wasn't a pressure because there is. And it just depends on how you handle it. Me personally... I don't feel pressure, but there certainly is 
pressure out there. Like once you reach a certain age, you're like, oh, when are you going to settle down and have kids and stuff? But oh. for me, it's like, what? why? Uh, that's like, how why I felt when to? I turned 30. Yeah. Like I, I feel like 20, like, yeah, I see like on Facebook and see like my high school friends, they all have kids. Some of them are married and stuff. But when I see that, I never feel like this immense pressure mm-hmm. or desperation to try to find somebody. For me, it's just like, oh, good for them. That's not yeah. what I want to do. That's you know? good. And like, you know, you kind of want to focus on yourself first. If you don't think you're ready, then you're absolutely not ready. And that's kind of where I'm at right now, where I'm yeah. trying to figure it out. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get my shit together first. <laughs> I don't want to tack on somebody else. <laughs> you know, actually, that's so good. And I think that's the constant theme. You you want to be the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. So that you can bring that to the table. And I think the relationship can only, you know, go up from there. Right. As opposed to you have to work on all these things. You're bringing all this baggage. Right. Baggage is the other thing, too. Like, no one wants to deal with other people's baggage. I think that that's why. Yeah. What do you think about ghosting? Okay, my um, my thing on ghosting, how I feel about that, and for everyone listening who's not necessarily sure, it's when you're talking to someone and then all of a sudden you're not. Mm-hmm. You totally stop replying. You're basically a ghost. Yeah. You disappeared off the face of the earth. Right. The person doesn't know if you're in a ditch. <laughs> right. Um, there's been points where I was talking to someone so much that – when they stopped responding, I like Googled their name to see if there was an obituary because I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, what just happened? Like I didn't do anything. Right. So then that is, it gets confusing. Mm-hmm. And I also think I'm one of those people. I'm very open, mm-hmm. sensitive, loving all that. I get, I get hurt. Mm-hmm. I remember those feelings. Do, would you rather, would you rather be, frustrated by someone ghosting you or hurt by somebody telling you exactly what they feel i'd rather have someone just say not interested really yes because i i would much rather i think that's the mature thing to do and Mm -hmm. you don't even have to do it it in a mean way no i i absolutely agree um that it is the mature thing you don't have to to tell me like i don't like this about you this about you this just say um, I didn't necessarily, or just say I didn't feel the, the same connection. Mm-hmm. I wish you the best. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time. That's it. It's so easy. Very polite. Like, a, like sending a work email. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, ghost, the only time I guess I will think that ghosting is okay mm. is if you've already said that to a person. And they still. And they continue okay. to blow up your phone. I can phone. see that. And it's like, well, I'm not going to keep responding to this person. Mm-hmm. So then you ghost. Yeah. But there's another thing where, okay, if you've been chatting with somebody, but you never actually met up, mm-hmm. is ghosting okay? You never actually met up? What were the conversations like? You were chatting. Just, you say you were texting just, every single day. Okay. For two weeks. And you just hadn't had time to meet up yet. And then the person just falls flat. Hmm. I'd say that's probably worse, I think, than meeting up. Because at least if you meet up and if you see that there's no connection there, that there's nothing, and one of you goes to the other or whatever, you can at least, like, figure out what happened. See, but in my whenever, mind, But if you just casually oh – if you're just talking – and someone goes to you, I think that would hurt a lot more because then you're wondering, like, 
you're just going back through the whole list of texts wondering what you said, I almost, what you could have done. I almost feel like to, somebody owes you the explanation more once you've sat across from them and had a drink with them mm-hmm. or dinner and and then all of a sudden they disappear. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm not saying... So why do you ghost so much? And are these people you've met or people you haven't met? Uh, I've met some of them. Haven't met... I've, I've been on like both sides of it. And that's the thing. Uh, I'm not saying what I'm doing is right. <laughs> I know. Clearly, I'm agreeing all with the you. Women but the problem lis- is... <laughs> all the women listening hate Jose, and that's totally fine. But the thing is, is that like it's it ha- like everyone does it, you know? So like you can't be villainized for doing it when when other people See, do it that's... to you, too. But Ugh. the thing is, is that you also, like we were talking before, you have to have this sense of maturity in order to handle such a situation. Like, you some, like yeah, it's easy for me to say, oh, yeah, it, ghosting is bad. It's You have to tell the person that you're not interested. But when you're in that position, when you're, like, looking at your phone, you're like, what am I supposed to say here? It's just easier to just, just ignore it. It's so... You know, just, like, you know what I mean? Because then you don't have to worry about it. texting, sorry, you, not interested. That raises a whole level, like, a whole other series of like questions and like you start building up this anxiety like what are they gonna say like what what am i gonna have like what am i gonna be dealing with basically i know but even i guess i just think and a lot of times when i was out dating i mean yeah there was so much ghosting Mm -hmm. and a lot it was like when you would get close to the date ghost or i've had it where i did meet the person and they ghosted me and it's just just be nice. Mm-hmm. I, I guess in my mind, I would rather just have that little bit of closure. Okay. Sorry, not interested. Wish you the best. Yeah. And that's it. And if the person does come back with questions, then I think if you don't feel comfortable, you don't necessarily you don't have you don't to necessarily answer. have to. Reply. No, okay. I don't think you have to reply. Okay. You already said you weren't interested. Why continue the conversation? Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's just this whole thing that you just don't you just don't know what to expect afterwards, and I think that that's what keeps bringing me back to do to it, just to ghosting, ghosting. yeah wow. because i just don't want we to need deal to with help you actually and... jose this isn't for the podcast this is an intervention and <laughs> and i have a list of women is that, that you've ghosted here <laughs> i have a list of women that you've ghosted and they they have something they'd like to tell oh, you no. i'm just kidding <laughs> okay well this was so much fun um did you want to give a little plug about your uh your freelance videography you're kidding. I didn't know. I was like, if you'd like to contact Jose, you can find him it's at... my private cell phone number if uh, anyone's interested. If anybody liked the sound of his voice, you can slide into his DMs. I like it. So um, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, I thought this for having was me. a totally a great conversation. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Oh,